Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. It's 4 o'clock. Welcome to Montana's only statewide sports talk show. Broadcast on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. I like football! Now, the 2017 Radio Sports Broadcaster of the Year on the show with back-to-back Montana Broadcaster Association Awards for sports coverage and award-winning sports journalism. Here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanes. Football weekend begins tonight. We have some sound from some football people. And we have an interview from a football person in a very football-y episode of Two Tell and Nuanas. Hi, how are you? Great to be with you on a Thursday afternoon. Hope you are having a wonderful day. It is Two Tell and Nuanas, and we are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy online at kurtzpolaris.com if you would like to find us on the world wide web you can do that as well 1029espn.com there you can listen live via the stream that is the listen live tab there at 1029espn.com the stream is available all the time and it's there thanks to opportunity bank your local bank your opportunity if you want to call you can do that as well 329-1899 329-1899 the phone number all guests join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line let's take a look at what we have in the show outlook today 
We're going to hear from uh, Bobby Howe, Dalton Sneed, Gabe Solser, Coulter has been hard at work down at practice yesterday, gathering sound. We'll hear from those guys and uh, get you ready for, uh, continue to get you ready for the Grizzly Monmouth football game on Saturday. We will also hear uh, from uh, uh, Latrell Scott, the head coach of Norfolk State, who is coming to play the Montana State Bobcats on Saturday. We're able to uh, get Coach uh, on the phone. We'll bring that interview uh, to you as well uh, here uh, in this show. At the top of the hour, in fact, is when we'll do that. We will also... We're going to pick a couple of games against the spread just to, uh, you know, get us get ourselves ready for the weekend. Some college games today, specifically UC Davis at North Dakota State, number four versus number one in the nation, and the big game, at least in terms of rankings uh, in the uh, uh, FBS world, number seven, Notre Dame, is at number three, Georgia. 14.5 point. Oh, 15.5 point favorite is uh, Georgia in that one. Uh, wow. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Mm-hmm. So uh, there you go. That is our show outlook. Uh, tons of stuff to do with you today. Show outlook brought to us by MissoulaGutterCleaning.com. The most fun, most insured gutter cleaning service there is. Got MissoulaGutterCleaning.com. Coulter, uh, so you got the outline and then you put it in your bag? I, I was trying to clean up the the, uh, the, the space for the fine TV viewers. And uh-huh. I had the last couple of days worth of outlines stacked here and I just picked up the whole thing and so if you're wondering why I'm digging through the garbage, because I threw Ryan's brand new outline away two minutes into the show, and so, so I got it back. Okay. It's all good. You're good. We're we're good to go. Uh, quickly, uh, just you know, because it wouldn't be right to uh, not Incubus last night. Very very good. It's phenomenal. It, it was phenomenal. Good sounding outfit. The Incubus. They're so tight live, man. Like I just couldn't believe it. I talked about yesterday, uh, Brandon Boyd, the way he uses the microphone. Yeah, yeah. I was so interested to see how that translates live. Translated it, very well. It was beautiful. Night. I mean, yeah. they sound just like they do. I mean, yeah. they they are so crisp and clean. You can tell they've been doing it for twenty plus years. And you know, all things considered, the fact that I was in the pit, but the pit wasn't too crowded. The fact that it was a cool night in Missoula. I was with. It wasn't raining. I was with the most part. ten guys who I've been friends with for twenty plus years, mm-hmm. and it is our mutual favorite band together. All those things considered, man, it was right up there with Pearl Jam in Spokane and Dave Matthews at the Gorge. It was one of the great concerts I've ever been to, man. Very good. It was it was so much fun. It was a great time, and uh, I hope everybody that went enjoyed it, and anybody that didn't, you missed out. Next time, if you Next ever get a around, chance, go get, go. go go watch them. They're they're great to see. Let's talk uh, a little bit about the Montana Grizzlies. You went down and uh, got some sound uh, down at practice yesterday, so let's play that for the people, and then we can talk about it. Grizz interviews brought to us by our friends at Alpine Touch. Alpine Touch is Montana's special spice. Here is Grizz head coach Bobby Howe yesterday with Coulter. What do you like about the dichotomy between practicing the stadium and the River Bowl? What are the differences? Uh, I like being out the river bowl. I think the grass is safer, so that's why we go out there. In fact, I think it's much safer, but it's wet today, so we're in here. Is that a speed thing? Is that why you think it's safer? No, I think just the footing and the give and all that. Your feet don't get caught up in it. Do you wish that football was still played on grass? Uh, I don't know. There's, that's probably six one half dozen. Really, you know, <laughs> the consistency, the playing surface, and the speed of it's great. Uh, I think grass is safer. Yeah. One thing you mentioned after the Oregon game was some of the NFL evaluations you'd heard on those offensive linemen. I know there's been a lot of scouts around here lately, too. Just broadly, what do you think of NFL scouts coming to Grizz practice? I know that's always been a part of this program, but how much do you think that adds just to the reputation of the program on a national level? Well, I don't know if it adds reputation. When I mean, they, those guys do their homework. When they, when they show up, it means we've got somebody for them to look at, which, uh, you know, nobody was here a year ago, so it's <laughs> nice to see them back. 
there were so many guys your first time around that had that opportunity, and a lot of them that went on to play. Now I think there's only one former Grizz, Jermaine Johnson, in the NFL right now. So uh, how important is that for you just probably as a Montana alum to get that that part of the, the equation back rolling? Well, again, it's more about the the W's. When you have good players, you get to win more. And, and uh, you know, certainly last time around when we, a lot of those guys had a chance to go on and play, and we need to get back to having that caliber of player in the program. We talked about the offensive line on your guys' side of things last week and just the fact that there's constant competition there. What does it take, though, for an offensive lineman individually to improve within the scope of a season while the season is going? Well, you know, you, any any position you, when you garner experience and playing time, you should get better. And so our guys, the more they play, the better they get. Still got a ways to go. Last two years, Angel Villanueva has been kind of on a roller coaster, but now he's back. Looks like he's, uh, at least for now, solidified that left guard spot. What have you thought of his progress, uh, and uh, what do you think of his senior year so far? Well, I think he's ahead of where he was a year ago, certainly, and he's worked awfully hard, and I'm glad to see some of that coming to fruition for him. Moses Mallory now getting a little bit more playing time, too. What has he done to prove himself to you guys? Well, he's learned the offense, first of all. You know, you have to know where you're going before you can play well, and anytime you're new, it's hard to assimilate immediately into it and just know which direction you're supposed to go on every call. So uh, the more he gets comfortable with the offense, I think the better he's going to play. You mentioned just the development of Jerry Louis McGee during his career, especially since the coaching change and how he's become so much more of a diverse receiver. It seems like that's the case for a lot of those guys because the last offense was so specific and now guys are moving around a lot more. You have to be more diverse. How much of a credit of that is to, is to, is to Brent and his ability to develop these guys on an individual basis? Well, that's a, obviously a multifaceted question. Brent's a terrific wide receiver coach. In my opinion, he's the best one in the country. So he's he's done a nice job bringing those guys along. But, uh, you know, this offense is, is not simple like uh, the one those guys were formerly in. And there's a lot more to it a lot more responsibility in terms of route combinations, blocking the run game, and a lot of different things. So they've done it, those kids with the help of their coach, have done a nice job of, of uh, diving into that and getting better. There you go. Bobby Hout, head coach of uh, the Montana Grizzlies, talking with Coulter Practice about all things uh, surface-related, talking about Brent Pease, obviously, being the uh, quarterback coach. This is so interesting, Coulter, because when – when this hire was first made with Brent Pease, who was a former coach here, and Tim Rosenbaugh as the offensive coordinator, and Bobby Houck as the head coach, you go, well, how's that? How many cooks in this kitchen is this gonna is gonna work? And it has really worked. And and uh, you know, we don't we don't see the day to day, and I don't know what the you know the interactions are. The you know the not so much the relationships, but the the professional working atmosphere that exists between them. But when you take a look at what this offense has been able to do and continues to generate, I mean, they are these are some guys who know what they're doing, but also have have set ego aside at least enough to work together to to produce some really outstanding football in the last. You know, year in two games, year in three games. It's, uh, you know, I, I talked to Mike Ferreter yesterday, former mm-hmm. Montana receivers coach. I'm doing a feature on Jerry Lou McGee, which will run at SkylineSportsMT.com tomorrow. A great interview with Jerry yesterday. He's just such a great kid, man. He's, he's got great perspective. Here's a tidbit. Jerry's the best, man. Here's a tidbit that's a tease for the story. But his dad played football in Oklahoma State with Barry Sanders. 
Is that right? And then he got ended up getting hurt. He's a walk-on guy, just like Jerry. But he, he played a couple years and get, ended up getting hurt, and he went to an all-Indian school in Oklahoma and played the rest of his career. So I was asking Jerry, how would you get into football? Because usually a lot of Native American guys gravitate towards basketball. And he would say, well, my dad, you know, he loves football, played football in college, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I talked to Mike Ferrer yesterday uh, for the story because Mike Ferrer recruited Jerry Lou McGee to Montana, was his coach for his first three years, and mm-hmm. uh, they're close. And, and Mike's a good buddy of mine, you know, and um, – Mike was asking me just how things were going over here. You know, he said, tell some of the guys hi. Tell, you know, tell Sammy Kim what's up. You know, tell Mitch Roberts hi. And uh, I was just thinking about how how bad the transition could have been for the University of Montana when it, when it comes to the receiver's room. Because when you have a group that, first of all, had 20-plus guys on scholarship when Bobby Houck took this job over, that's just played flat too many. Even if you're running – a four-wide offense, it's still, it's just too many. You, I mean, that's how you have the problems that they had on the offensive line. You can't have more receivers on scholarship than the offensive linemen when you only have 63 scholarships. It just can't happen. But also, when you talk about the personalities that are associated with receiver, you talk about the way that the game has evolved. I mean, the receiver is the easiest point of entry into football. Because if you could, if you if you can run and you can catch, you can play receiver, and you don't have to hit nearly as much as any other position on yeah. the field. So the element of toughness is taken out of it a little bit, and some of the more pretty boy athletes can just play that spot. And I'm not saying these guys are actually. I think the Grizz receivers are really tough. I think Smarty Torre is really tough. I thought he was. I, I was impressed with his toughness at Oregon mm. this last week. Um, but you have so many guys that are predisposed to. If you're a receiver, you want the ball. They don't know what system they're going to be running. And of all the reasons that Bob Stitt was not renewed as the head coach at Montana, the receiver issue was not one of them. I mean, they were great. Correct. They were great at receiver for the duration. And there's a ton of guys that were talented. And that trickles over to now. I think they have five or six elite players at receiver still. But when you talk about a guy like Mike Ferrer, who's such a player's coach, he was a player himself. He's a young guy. He was a positive guy. And he moves on now. He's at Idaho State. And you replace him with... A guy like Brent Pease, who is no-nonsense, demanding, yes, sir, no, sir, there is no friend involved in this thing. He is your coach. He is going to make you better. That is it. And Pease, I mean, he is a hardcore coach. You heard Bobby Houck say, though, he thinks he's the most demanding, best receivers coach in America. And there's an argument to be made there at the FCS level with the level of experience. But it could have been so bad. You could have had so much unrest amongst the receivers. You take half the room and you move in positions. You say, Justin Calhoun, you're playing defense. Kobe Eaton, you're playing defense. Darian Nash, you're playing defense. Jed Nagler, everybody. You know, Colin Bingham's going to tight end. Matt Rensville's going to tight end. You could have so much so much animosity in your locker room if you're not careful. And you know, and the, the way that the guys react to the coaching, too, I think that they did have a little bit of a hard time getting used to Brent Pease's coaching style last year. But now you watch these guys. I mean, th- their receivers stay for 15 minutes after practice. That's how I know I can always get a receiver for an interview because they're all sitting there doing jugs machines. I mean, so, Jerry Lou McGee, Riley Corcoran, Eric Tabor, Sports Information Director of Montana, we were the last three guys on the field last last night except Sammy Akim. He was yeah. still out there running. That's how hard these guys are working. But it, it could have been so bad, and it hasn't been bad at all. I, they did have a little bit of, of uh, a learning curve early under Brett Pease, but right. they they have really locked it in. Stu Tell Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Um, let's uh, hear from Dalton Sneed, who is uh, obviously the quarterback of the team. Just a quick snippet from him. 
most of the time in the FCS, you only get 11 games, so you only get three non-conference games. Now you get a fourth game here. So uh, what do you think of this, this extra opportunity to help prepare yourself for Big Sky Conference play? I think, you know, just getting everything tuned up and getting ready to go, I think there's a lot of stuff we can improve on, you know. And uh, we're going to try and get that done, especially going into this game. Big big game for us. Monmouth, what do you see out of their defense? They're fast. They fly around. They've got a lot of good players. They've got a good corner, um, good defensive end, good pass rush. So we'll have our hands full of them. There you go. Uh, Dalton Sneed giving you uh, the uh, the talking points about uh, the team coming up. Uh, I, I, I just got done interviewing him for about five minutes by Jerry Lou McGee, and I just wanted to just ask, I mean, he, I had totally. him there, so I might and as well just ask him a couple. To let folks know, too, he he spoke uh, quite a bit. It's a re- really good stuff that you got from him about Jerry Lou mm-hmm. McGee. Uh, we didn't air it here because it's about it's going into that story. So check out the story at com. that's uh, going to be coming up, the senior profile on, on, on uh, JLM. Colt, there's something people may not know about us, but we work at a company. Imagine that. We don't just broadcast from our bedrooms. I mean, I've wanted to work from home, but the studio is here, and we also do sales things, and we also have a marketing department, and we also have a general manager and a program director. We are a very integrated unit here. We even have office telephones. The only voicemail you have that's not full. That is a fact, and it's not full because Blackfoot gives me enough space to have it all. And Blackfoot has all the things that we use for our business to make it run functionally. In fact, did you know that today's phone solutions are changing the way businesses operate? To communicate more effectively with colleagues and customers, companies are turning to hosted voice. You know what they call hosted voice solutions? VoIP. What is VoIP? Well, they're the hosted voice solutions that keep up with the business demands. And Blackfoot has their own hosted voice solution, or VoIP. It's called Ergo. Sounds elegant. Ergo certainly is elegant. It's also secure, scalable, and state-of-the-art with 24-7 local account management and support. If you're interested in learning how Ergo can support your business needs, visit goblackfoot.com slash voice to learn more. One more time, it's visit goblackfoot.com backslash voice. Blackfoot takes care of us, Coulter, and it can take care of you. You also, though, got a chance to talk to a kid who we haven't heard very much from, and that's mm-hmm. Gabe Solcer. Yep. And uh, Gabe Solcer is is uh, a guy who, he's a home run hitter, as they say. It can, it can go to the house every single time it's in his hands. And uh, you you talked to him about Jerry Louis McGee as well, but also just about being uh, uh, part of a, a, a deep wide receiving group and, uh, and also just his time at the University of Montana. So here's a couple of minutes of Coulter, the sophomore wideout. The receivers in general, you guys have so many guys right now. And I know the, the internal competition was so heated all throughout the offseason. How do you think that pushed all you guys throughout the offseason and now into the beginning of this season? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, every guy kind of brings something different, which is kind of cool to have in the receiving core. Um, I think that helps us do a lot of things with different packages and plays and whatnot. But uh, I think, yeah, it, it was a great competition. Um, I know at the end of the day, though, it's kind of we all want the best for each other, and it's it was never personal by any um, by any means whatsoever about you know who gets the touches or who gets to the more playing time. It's just kind of been uh, you know that whoever's in there is going to do awesome, and we support them 100. percent How's it been going for you so far? What's been the biggest adjustment transitioning to college? Um, I guess just kind of getting the speed of the game. Um, that's a big difference from high school to college. Is the speed's a lot faster. You know when you when you make a catch, you don't have a lot as much time to make your move. So you kind of got to process while the ball is coming, you know, while still catching first. <laughs> but uh, I think that's something that has, was the biggest change. And then um, just getting to uh, experience a full year of college football was 
pretty good too. Um, to go through the whole process as well was pretty fun and to experience a year-round version of football as opposed to just the fall. Personally, what's been the biggest adjustment at school or, or living on your own? I mean, how, how's that sort of thing gone for you? Yeah, that's actually pretty good. I was actually pumped to get out of the dorms. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was a big sigh of relief. It was so nice to just kind of have your own place with your with your buddies on the team and um, you kind of makes your own dinner, which I enjoy. I think it's pretty fun and um, get on the grill a little bit. So that, that's been uh, a fun adjustment, I should say. But uh, yeah, I guess just school and football trying to balance the two it's a lot more than you did in high school just with uh the importance of academics along with the importance of football as well so one last non-conference before you guys get into big sky conference play so what do you think of the prospects of, of saturday for you guys i think they're a good team um it'll be fun to match up against them i think uh they obviously were in the playoffs two years ago so they're uh they're no team to take lightly or um to uh I mean, I, I don't know how to say it, but basically, we got to be ready, and uh, it's going to be we got we got our hands full, and it'll be a tough game. And I'm excited for what's going to happen on Saturday. All right, there you go, Gabe Solser getting into the act. Uh, get uh, some sound from him, hear him a little bit. When you go down there, and you, the funny funny thing to me about Gabe Solser, what's the thing that you had to adjust most to? The speed? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Probably didn't have to adjust actually all that much. I mean, of course you do. I understand what he's saying, but he's, he's the fastest kid on the field, man. Come on now. No, no, always. always. He, he always will be. Uh, I think now, though, he's he's there's guys that are maybe kind of almost as fast. <laughs> where as in high school, <laughs> nobody was even close. I yeah. mean, he he was he was one of the great high school players of the last decade in Montana. He was he was outrageously good at building senior. I mean, he he was the guy who was the face of the program to help resurrect a program that by and large had not had a ton of success. Uh so it's it's pretty impressive uh, that he's been able to do it, but like we talked about the other day, Gabe Solster's career's flying by. I mean, it's it's uh, he's almost halfway through his second year. Well, easy now. I mean, let's, oh, I halfway through his second, second year. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But you know, you only get 40 games, yep. and he's already played in 14 of them, yep. and he, he has 20 career touches. I, I just, I, I know that they're in a, a tough situation. It's not tough. It's a good, good problem to have. Yeah, but they just have a lot of guys that need the ball. But I still, I just think that he's got to get it a little more. I, I'm still not sure that Montana can run the ball between the tackles effectively uh, at a high level. I think that they probably will this week. I think they probably will against the more average teams, but against Weber State, against Montana State, against. You know, maybe even UC Davis. I'm not sure they're going to be able to run the ball between the tackles. I think you can manufacture some stuff, though, on early downs, first and second downs in the run game with Gabe Sulser. Uh, as short passes, as an extension of, of the run game. He's just too electric to not get him the ball, man. I mean, he's truly, he's faster than Jerry Lou McGee. Consider that. Oh, he, no, no question. I mean, Jerry Lou McGee, he is fast. There's no doubt about it. But Jerry's. The, the change in the direction and the balance is what makes Jerry Jerry. His ability to continue to go full speed and turn at 90-degree angles is unlike anything I've One seen. One more tease for this story I've got coming out tomorrow. Jerry Louie McGee, nobody knew who he was when he first walked on, and he missed his very first workout because he didn't know where to go. 
And he didn't have, I think his phone must have been dead or something. He didn't know where to go. So he was late or missed his workout or something. So then he had to run in front of everybody. But then the next day they did their testing and he goes out and throws down a 442 on the 40. And everybody's like, oh, that, that Jerry Lou McGee guy, huh? And then all of a sudden he's starting as a retro freshman as a walkout. Yeah. So pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Uh, no doubt about it. All right. Those Grizz interviews, again, brought to us by Alpine Touch, tailgating. The meat's on the grill, the veggies on the grill, everything on the grill, and put Alpine Touch on everything, okay? They got all the spices made right here in Montana. Shoto, shout out. What's up, Shoto, Montana? Hey, uh, and uh, they get it done for you. I put it on, and the barbecue sauce, too. No, they don't get enough love for that barbecue sauce. That's as good as it gets uh, right there as well. Go online right now, alpinetouch.com. Put in ESPN at checkout. Get uh, ESPN 10, you get 10% off your order. Uh, checking out online at alpinetouch.com. Alpine Touch is Montana's special spice. Coulter, as we get uh, set for this game on Saturday and Monmouth uh, going to the University of Montana to play the Grizzlies, the the uh, the talking points that particularly that, that started with Bobby Houck on Monday talking about we need our fans to show up. Like everybody understands that if there's a game that, you know, maybe isn't going to be as well attended, it's probably going to be this one for the University of Montana. And so they try and, you know, get out in front of that thing, say, you know, we need everybody there. We need all hands on deck. It's going to be a big game. But you can – they hadn't watched film earlier in the week. Now they've watched some film. And uh, it felt very confident to me when they said – they got some good players. They got a good team. We're looking forward to playing, and we'll look forward to see what happens on Saturday. Like, yeah, I think uh, I think there's there's uh, I think this is going to be a handily one game for the University of Montana. It's just really fun watching them practice now. Mm. I mean, I, I I got to go to fall camp a little bit this year, but not as much as I probably would have liked. And and just the way that they practice in the afternoons, which has always been Coach Houck style, it just it just overlaps with the show. So it just takes away from the amount of time we can spend down there with those guys. But it's been great the last couple of weeks being able to go to Wednesday practice. I usually get out here about five twenty, get there about five thirty, and that's right when they're going to their end of practice team stuff. But it's really fun watching them compete because I mean they do compete at a really high level, and it's it's a high energy competition. And that's what I would say, man. Just what we talked about at the beginning of the year is one of the huge factors for Montana. Can they assume the confidence of their head coach? They are they are really, really, really confident right now. Yeah, You can see this the, the cohesiveness. The defense is the thing. The, watching the guys on the back end because that secondary, what Montana does on defense, and by the way, check out the Big Sky Breakdown that I'm going to post with my brother Brooks later on this evening. Brooks gives a great X's and O's in-depth breakdown of the defensive secondary, what you have to do, the way that the safeties rotate. And last year, they were playing a bunch of guys at safety. They put Reed Miller in sometimes. They put Gavin Robertson in, Josh Sandry, you know, Robbie Houck. All across the board, a bunch of guys were playing. But now you can see that they're, they are really getting more locked in. It's like a mechanism. Everybody knows what their responsibility mm-hmm. is, and it's almost like a machine to watch a move now. And uh, then that, in turn crosses up the quarterback a little bit, which I think gives the D-line way more time to get free and to win. And it, it's uh, the scheme is really unique. It's like Kevin Callahan from Mono said, like nothing we've seen before. Yeah. And uh, it's it's fun to watch them now because it's nothing better than uh, than watching confident kids play, right? That's yeah. that's what sports are all about. And that's when the, the teams that are the best are the most confident teams. And so the Grizz are getting there, man. They really are. 
Sutel Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Uh, Want to remind everybody, Saturday will be uh, installation number two of uh, ESPN College Game Day with Sutel Nuanas. Kickoff is at 1, so Coulter and I will be on the air at 11.30 a.m. from the tailgate party. Come on down. Look, you got drinks down there, Domino's Pizza. Going to have food for you down there. Uh, you're going to have free soft drinks from Pepsi, Gatorades, waters, pop, that kind of thing. So come down and uh, get yourself, get your kids fed, watered, get a uh, get a get a mixed uh, drink down, a beverage, cold one, and uh, get yourself ready for the football game with us. And then we will, uh, of course, be on the radio and with the speaker. Uh, you can listen to the show live, be there live, uh, interacting, hanging out for a while with us on uh, on Saturday morning uh, across from the walk, adjacent to the Walking Bridge, across from the Eastgate Shopping Center. Come say hi. MSO Hub have some gear down right. there for you to buy. Uh, Carl Tyler has a sweet truck. There, our our Chevy is. Is nice. It's, yeah, it's cool. The one that they're letting us well, display out there. I mean, and as always, the Kurt side by sides. Oh, the Kurt side by sides. Get out of clutch, man. Uh, people stop by those things all the time, and just they're walking, and all of a sudden they just stop, and they're just whoa, look at that thing. Uh, yeah. By the way, they should have uh, the clear plastic bags for sale too uh, down there. So if you need the the I, I I ran into a couple of people who were walking back from the stadium with uh, that did not have a clear uh, bag to carry things in. Again, the new bag policy at the University of Montana. Uh, so those will be available uh, for you at the MSO Hub uh, at our tailgate party tomorrow as well. So make sure you come on down and uh, and then hang out with us and then listen on your radios on your way in. And then of course the post game when uh, when the game is over and uh, Coulter and I will break down everything from the Monmouth game and around the rest of the Big Sky uh, Conference as well uh, on Saturday. So looking forward to that 1130 a.m. Saturday. And then whenever the game is over, probably in the, uh, you know, 4, 415 neck of the woods uh, on Saturday afternoon for the postgame show. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Hey, high school football begins tonight, people. Tonight. Tell you who's playing. Go through the rest of the high school schedule in a jam-packed weekend. Next. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home even when you're not. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Good afternoon, Ryan Tutel, Coulter Nuanas. Here's some sports information for you. The University of Montana men's basketball team is preparing to make a run at the third straight basketball conference championship and practice has already begun. Packers team earned verbal commitments from a pair of talented guards earlier this week. Brandon Whitney and Robbie Beasley III both made public pledges on Twitter five days apart earlier this week. Colter, tell them about it. Whitney is a senior at Bishop Alameda High School in Mission Hills, California. He's a six foot 165 pounder and he played growing up with fellow Grizz, true freshman Kyle Owens and redshirt freshman Eddie Egan. Whitney also had offers from Cal State Northridge and Southern Utah. Beasley is from Dublin High in Dublin, California. That's in the Bay Area. 
He is a high school teammate of current Grizz junior guard Timmy Falls. Uh, he is a six foot three guard who is listed as a three star recruit. He cho- chose Montana over offers from Nevada and San Francisco. The high school and NFL football slate begins tonight. The Tennessee Titans are playing at Jacksonville to kick off the uh, third week of the NFL season. There's a major Class B matchup this weekend in Missoula. Friday night, Missoula Loyola hosts uh, third-ranked Manhattan. Missoula, by by the way, Loyola is fourth. That game kicks off at 7. Tonight, Big Sky are hosting Helena High. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. This is the this is the Black Crows, right? Hard to handle. It is. Do you know any other Black Crows songs? Yes. Do I? Yeah, she talks to angels. I have to go check it out. See you, you do. You know more than you think. Okay. One hundred two nine ESPN Radio. We are uh, broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at twenty nine zero four West Broadway in Missoula, Highway eighty three in Sealy online at kurtzpolaris.com. I would think because the Black Crows. Are, are a very well-known band, quite famous, uh, but I, I felt like my knowledge of their music has not equated to the level of notoriety that they have. It does help when you uh, are or were married to a uh, uh, a movie icon. Kate uh, Hudson? Yeah. Who, who's her mom? Um, Goldie Hawn. I mean, that's a pretty good gene pool there. Huh? <laughs> well, they were in that one movie together, and you would have thought they were sisters. Never know, right? Uh, and then so, and then so, yeah. Uh, uh, now, who's Goldie Hawn's daughter? What's her Kate name? Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson, right? Kate Hudson. She was married to the lead singer Chris of the Black Robinson. Crows. What's yeah. his name? Chris Robinson. Chris I Robinson. Is his okay. Name. And uh, uh, and sadly, uh, I guess that didn't uh, go all the way, uh, as it were. But nonetheless, I mean. I wouldn't think that 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 Kate Hudson's just gonna go marry some schlep. Now maybe it's the beard, uh, which you know I certainly applaud the choice there, and maybe it's the going you know barefoot and the kind of you know maybe it's you know you're taking a little different route to things. Uh, but normally, you know, you know there's a certain uh, barrier to entry to date the uh, the A-listers. Have you seen Almost Famous? Yes. It has been quite some time, and I'm trying to remember if I, in fact, saw it all the way. This is the kid uh, who then Cameron ends Crow. up on tour, yep. you know, or what the what the band, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I I I saw I, I saw a good portion of that movie. Whether I saw every single minute of it, I guess I can't remember. Excellent movie, man. It's one of the, one of my favorite. Is movies. it about the Black Crows? No, it's about a, a fictional band, but it's it's supposed to be about um, a. It's it's about the Rolling Stone journalist, but it, who went and followed Led Zeppelin. But the, it's not actually about Led Zeppelin. It's about gotcha. a, a pseudo version of Led Zeppelin. But then Penny Lane is who Kate Hudson plays in that game, and it's okay. Oh, oh, Kate Hudson's in the movie. She's so that was her first connect. big. Yeah, okay. that was her first you know, big movie. She had a couple other, you know, just side roles, but that was her first big hit movie. Uh, she wasn't she in Failure to Launch, great romantic comedy with uh, you know who's the Texas guy, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, McConaughey. Her and, McConaughey, her and McConaughey have done a couple of those types of things. I don't think she Fool's was in. Gold? I don't think she was in Failure to Launch. 
Really? I don't think so, yeah. Is it Drew Barrymore? I think so. Or, uh, no, it was somebody else. Okay. Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, really? Oh, man, I was way off on that one. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's time for a prep extra segment. It is presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank, your Montana bank since 1907. And uh, as we alluded to in the read, but the uh, high school schedule begins today, Thursday night football at the high school level. In Missoula, it is the Big Sky Eagles coming off uh, their second loss of the season. They're now 1-2. and two. They lost to Hellgate last week. They're hosting Helena High uh, this evening, 7 o'clock. And also, Bozeman is playing Skyview today uh, as well. So a couple of games at the AA level, uh, Thursday nighters uh, as they were. Helena High, Col- excuse me, Colter, are they, are they uh, also undefeated right now or have they lost? Uh, Helena High lost last week okay. to Bozeman, uh, but they were undefeated previously. So they're two and one, and going up against one and two, uh, uh, Missoula Big Sky. And then uh, over the weekend here or on Friday, Sentinel. Now this is a big matchup in Double A. Two undefeated teams, both three and zero. Missoula Sentinel headed to the Capital to take on Capital Helena Capital uh, on a road game tomorrow night, and the undefeated. That's right, market people. The undefeated Hellgate Knights. And are hosting uh, the Flathead Braves in their homecoming game tomorrow evening. So that is uh, another big game. And and a you know, look, man, if you were going to say who who do you expect to win this game? I got Hellgate winning this football game tomorrow night against Flathead. Even though Flathead's you know defending state runner up, they have struggled out of the gate. They graduated s- some very good players last year, and they're clearly not the team they were a year ago. And Hellgate with you know Raleigh Wooster and and a couple other guys. Uh, you know, being seniors and, and really got that thing rolling. I think Hellgate's 3-0 and when it's all said and done tomorrow night. If I had going through it a little bit right now, they had a huge senior class a year ago, and mm-hmm. Kyle Sampson, the head coach, he left to go be the offensive coordinator at Montana Tech. And so uh, transition year for Flathead, no doubt. I'm really intrigued to see the, the Capital-Sentinel game. Yes. Because Sentinel's undefeated right now, 3-0, and and Capital, uh, by all accounts, is... There's a lot of people that think that there's a kind of a clear cut. Everybody's trying to figure out who's going to be the the second tier amongst Sentinel and Hellgate and Helena High and um, maybe Great Falls High, maybe Billings Senior. But I think that the clear cut top three are Billings West is out in front of everybody right now. Mm -hmm. Butte High and Helena Capital are kind of the two three right there. And so Sentinel versus Capital, that's a that's a big time game. It's a big game. It's a big game uh for the Spartans for sure tomorrow. Uh the another big game, and this is uh, a top five in the state type of matchup, is at the class B level. Missoula Loyola is uh hosting Manhattan. Manhattan undefeated. They're the number three team in the state uh coming uh into uh play Loyola. Loyola's two and one. They're lost though to Fairfield, who's the number one team in the state in class B and looks to be again probably a clear cut. Uh, top team here in the regular season in Class B. You went and spoke with Todd Hughes today, who's the uh, Loyola head coach. We'll bring you uh, that interview tomorrow. But just talking with Coach Hughes, I always love sitting down with Coach Hughes. Fun guy, great guy to sit down and and, and chop it up with a bit. But what did he say to you just in general kind of about his team and and, and their year so far? Because this is this sort of marks the end also at the high school level uh, at at that in Class B of of quote-unquote non-conference or non-divisional games. They'll start playing amidst the District 6B uh, classification from here on out. Well, for the third straight year, they opened up their season at 
uh, Bobcat Stadium against Huntley Project. I know that was a good experience for the guys, and they got a big win in that one. They went on the road and played at Fairfield, the defending state champs. And I just talking to Coach Hughes, that's one they kind of want back. They lost 38-7. to He said Fairfield's good, and they definitely probably were the better team, but they turned the ball over a couple times, mm-hmm. and it kind of just got away from them. And uh, you know, Loyola's had a, a great run. Since 2005, Loyola's been, I think probably you could say, the second-best Class B program. I think the thing that really eats at Coach Hughes and something that really drives the whole program is the fact that Fairfield's has been that number one team. I mean, Fairfield, I think they've played in seven state championship games over that 2005 span. And Loyola, I think they've been to five. And Loyola's won a couple state titles, but they've also come up short each of the last three years, lost in the state title game back-to-back seasons. And and uh, they've had so much success, but I know that that's something that really – Todd really wants to get those kids over the top. And it seems like – he told me he's, this is his 12th year coaching Loyola, and he said this is the best offensive line they've ever had. And that can go a long ways no when, you have, when you have an athletic quarterback like Nick Mitzel. And he's still coming around as a thrower, but he's a tremendous rusher. He's averaging over 130 yards a game right now. So uh, Loyola-Manhattan is going to be a really big game. Because last week in, in my Treasure State media poll, I guess our vote, we're vote, both voting together. Co-vote. Uh, yep, coming through uh, KGEZ up in Kalispell. Anthony Knockaround putting that thing together. And it's been fun to be a part of that. Uh, I think they, we're getting about 22, 23 media members voting in that every, every week. So that's fun. But... Loyola and Manhattan are both in the top five. We, I think we voted Loyola number two and Manhattan number four this week. So it's a big-time matchup at Rollins Field uh, tomorrow night. And uh, like you said, sort of the table setter for yeah. District 5B or just district play in general across these small school classifications. Okay, very good. That is our prep extra segment. It's brought to us by the Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank, farmersebank.com. And uh, use the MyCard app in relation with your... Farmer State Bank debit card. You can shut your card off right from where you are on your phone. Safe, secure, instant. Turn it right back on again no matter where you are as soon as you find your card. Okay? It's just that easy. Keeping you safe and secure. It's Farmer's State Bank. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we will get into some, some college football, even a little bit of NFL, at least for tonight's game. And do a couple of picks against the spread. We'll do the NFL stuff tomorrow. But I'm really looking forward to uh, to the to the college football weekend. Didn't see a ton of college football last weekend. I thought it was a little bit a little bit lackluster, uh, all things considered. Last week in terms of the total slate of games at the FBS level is not great this weekend. But there's a couple of good ones and at the FCS. So there's probably the best game of the year here in the early going is coming up on Saturday. So we'll break all that stuff down here in a moment. Hey, look up! It's a bird. It's a plane. It's satellite internet. That's right. High-speed internet delivered from a satellite right to where you live. When you're beyond the reach of cable and fiber internet, look up. Eagle Satellite is our community's authorized HughesNet retailer. With HughesNet, you'll have the fast speeds, unlimited data with no hard data limits, and built-in Wi-Fi you need. Eagle Satellite has proudly helped our community get online for 39 years, and this year they want to help you get connected too. For a limited time, you can get free standard installation when you order HughesNet. Call Eagle Satellite at 406-728-9999 and see for yourself why HughesNet is America's number one choice for satellite internet. That's Eagle Satellite, 406-728-9999. Eagle Satellite and HughesNet proudly connecting our community. Colt, there's something people may not know about us, but we work at a company. 
Imagine that. We don't just broadcast from our bedrooms. I mean, I've wanted to work from home, but the studio is here, and we also do sales things, and we also have a marketing department, and we also have a general manager and a program director. We are a very integrated unit here. We even have office telephones. The only voicemail you have that's not full. That is a fact, and it's not full because Blackfoot gives me enough space to have it all. And Blackfoot has all the things that we use for our business to make it run functionally. In fact, did you know that today's phone solutions are changing the way businesses operate? To communicate more effectively with colleagues and customers, companies are turning to hosted voice. You know what they call hosted voice solutions? VoIP. What is VoIP? Well, they're the hosted voice solutions that keep up with the business demands. And Blackfoot has their own hosted voice solution, or VoIP. It's called Ergo. Sounds elegant. Ergo certainly is elegant. It's also secure, scalable, and state-of-the-art with 24-7 local account management and support. If you're interested in learning how Ergo can support your business needs, visit goblackfoot.com slash voice to learn more. One more time, it's visit goblackfoot.com backslash voice. Blackfoot takes care of us, Coulter, and it can take care of you. To tell in Nuanes on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Missoula. I do know more than one Black Key song, I can tell you that with confidence. It's To Tell in Nuanes. Howdy on a Thursday afternoon. The right music just puts you in the right mood, doesn't it, Coulter? Indeed it does. With this. Broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. It's what we do every single day around here. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula Highway 83 and see the online at KurtzPolaris.com. We're on your televisions on SWX Montana television across the state. Also, we're on your computers around the world on YouTube. Go to YouTube. Check out Tutel and the ones. You can watch us there like I'm watching myself right now. Hi, me. Hi, <laughs> uh, me. It's time. I wanted to talk. We, we, we're obviously going to talk, uh, you know, a lot about the Big Sky Conference games and specifically the Montana Montana State games. And we have have talked a lot about them. Um, we don't spend a ton of time on the FBS games, and we don't spend a ton of time on FCS that isn't Big Sky Conference. And even though this is this is a major matchup, and also it's Thursday night football, so I think there's some games to talk about here. Uh, that are maybe just outside of the traditional or outside of the norm a little bit. And uh, and we can take a look at those and look at some spreads and look at what we think is going to happen in these things. I want to start, Coulter, with what is the game of the year to this point at the FCS level. UC Davis going to the Fargo Dome to play the North Dakota State Bison. Uh, NDSU is 3-0, not surprisingly. <laughs> Um, they did play one game that they only won by 25 points, so real barn burner. <laughs> the, the level of just ludicrous that NDSU's, like just the, the, the accomplishments and mm-hmm. the superlatives that go along with their program now, we've reached the point where they've won seven out of the last eight national championships, and I can definitively remember six of the eight losses that they have in the last eight years. Like We were talking about how you can't even remember who played in the Super Bowl last year. NDSU losing is such a rare thing. You remember every single time that totally. they lose. Well, I mean, I remember that that was uh, Brent Musburger's big point when he called, you know, ESPN carried the Montana NDSU football game four years ago now, first game of the season, which was one of those losses for NDSU. And he said, you know, in the last four years, 
North Dakota State has won more national championships, four, than lost football games, three at that time. That's what those were the figures. And uh, it is. It's 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 uh, it's just borderline ludicrous, right? That that is uh, uh, where we're at with this football team. But it is where we're at with this football team, and good for them. I mean, they're 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 the best that there is. It's just that's just the fact. That said, they are getting the team who at this moment is the the I think the definitive number one rated team in the Big Sky Conference. Uh, I think there was a lot of people who were kind of on. Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington was the preseason number one with UC Davis, too. But with Eastern's loss at Jacksonville State, uh, I think people have kind of shifted back, you know, for the most part, back to UC Davis as sort of being the team. So they go over there. By the way, the wins uh, for uh, North Dakota State are against Butler, North Dakota unranked, and Delaware, who I believe was 18th last week uh, when they played, and that was a 25-point victory, 47-22. The number four team, this will be the best team that, that uh, North Dakota State faces uh, in this regular season, at least by ranking, uh, for well, for now, unless another Missouri Valley team. Well, South up. Dakota State, they'll play South Dakota State, and South Dakota State's number three this okay. week. Okay, okay. Um, but UC Davis, a 25-and-a-half point underdog. And as I said, I think in our in, in the Big Sky Breakdown podcast, Coulter, mm-hmm. I, I really... Uh, like UC Davis and North Dakota State, even though they've always won, they have not been totally impervious at home. Uh, Eastern Washington went there a couple years ago. Granted, it's with a couple of NFL wide receivers, but went to overtime and maybe even double overtime in uh, in a game, which uh, ultimately North Dakota State did pull out and get the win. This is, to me, certainly a win for North Dakota State. I expect them to win, but with a new coach with, again, 20 eight seniors or something like that graduating um they there is still you know oh oh i wouldn't even say an opening but there's a question as to how good this team is going to be especially when you're now uh you know onto the new coach now when it when it went from craig bowl to help me Coulter, Chris Kleiman, uh, to, to Coach Kleiman, who's now at Kansas State. That transition, I thought, well, what do we got now? Is this where it all changes for North Dakota State? Well, no. <laughs> Chris Kleiman kept that thing rolling right on down the hill. And, uh, yeah, and 67 and 5 in, in uh, five years. Pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. Uh, so, you know, certainly uh, I don't expect that to change drastically or anything like that, or all of a sudden this is not going to be a good football team. It's the best football team in the country. But there's still an open question about what it is that North Dakota State's going to be uh, this year and then the next couple of years with a new with a new staff. Um, 25 and a half points, though, is a big number. Let's not kid ourselves, even though it's North Dakota State. And it's still UC Davis and Dan Hawkins and Jake Mayer. And I think that this team is going to score some points. I think they play a little different style than when, what NDS, in fact, a very different style from what NDSU does. But I think that's good for UC Davis rather than trying to go toe-to-toe and match up. Yep. Uh, so I got UC Davis losing this game, but I think they're going to cover this number. I think it's a set. To me, this is about a 17-point game. I, I, that's that's what I, in, in, in my vast array of, of, of genius, this is what I tap into. I come up with 17 points. There's always what ifs that are associated with tremendous success. You, know, you could say, what, what would Montana have become if Nevada and Idaho and Boise State would have never moved out of the Big Sky Conference? You could say, you know, what would North Dakota State have become if Bobby Houck would have never left Montana? Or if Montana, regardless of Coach Houck, if they would have not fallen on hard times and had scholarship penalties and NCAA probation and all that stuff. But to me, one of the big what ifs is 
what would the national championship game have looked like if North Dakota State was having to play Eastern Washington? Because even last year's Eastern Washington team, which was a very good team, but was not nearly as good as the 2013 Eagles that had Vernon Adams as a quarterback, mm-hmm. not as good as the 2016 Eagles that had Cooper Cup, Kendrick Bourne, Shaq Hill, who all went to the NFL as wide receivers, and Samson Ebicom, who went to the who's now the starting outside linebacker for the Los Angeles Rams. That and that 2016. That was Bo Baldwin's peak team. That was his ninth year at Eastern Washington. He ended up leaving after that season. But that team lost on a last-second play to Youngstown State on the frozen tundra in in Cheney, Washington. And that was one of the heartbreaking losses that I've ever been a part of covering. You know, I obviously don't have a rooting interest in this, but to see Cooper Cup after that game, I mean, that was a team of destiny that did not fulfill their destiny. They right. they wanted that rematch with NDSU. They had played them, like you said, they went to overtime. 50-44 was that in, in that game, and Cup pulled his hamstring in that game. He didn't play in the fourth quarter, so there was a bunch of what-ifs associated there, too. But that Eastern team, the one, the one way to beat North Coast State, if there is any way, is to not play their style, like you're saying, to play the opposite style. Mm-hmm. South Coast State's beat them two times, maybe even three during this run. They beat them for sure twice during this run, and they did it with throwing the ball over the place with Taron Christian and Jake Wieneke. Montana, when they beat him in 2015, what'd they do? I mean, Brady Gustafson went from who's this guy to Sports Illustrated in a week because he threw four touchdowns against North Dakota State. And nice to have Ben Roberts out there putting his name on the map, too. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. The UC Davis is, is going to all, it's all going to come down to Jake Mayer. How does he manage the Fargo right. Dome atmosphere, and can he get hot? Because when, when Gubert was there, Gage Gubert at Eastern Washington, he threw 450 yards and four touchdowns, and that was the game that almost, NSU almost lost their yeah. mighty home winning streak. So UC Davis, if they can throw the ball around, they can maybe hang. We'll see. 24 straight wins for NDSU, home and away, going back two, oh, yeah, it's two full seasons of football, yeah, if you include playoffs, basically two full seasons. They won something like 130 games this decade. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Think of this. They were not even Division One until 2008. Man, I, I don't want to think about it anymore. Moving on. Uh, Notre Dame, Georgia. Let's jump up to the uh, FBS here, Coulter. This is the game of the weekend at the FBS level, at least in terms of the rankings. The Georgia Bulldogs are the third-ranked team in the country, and Notre Dame is number seven. Now, we talked about the FBS and, and sort of looking at, you know, we talked about the who would be the fourth team in to the playoff? Because the first three spots to us all look spoken for. Clemson, Bama, and this Georgia Bulldog football team who is trying to assert itself as the third player in what has been a two-team uh, you know, league and two-team tournament for the last four or five years uh, between Alabama and Clemson. They want to be on that level and maybe think that they are at that level. That is why the seventh team in the nation, the Golden Domers, and it is in in Athens, okay, but it's a six, almost a 16-point game, 15.5 points. I mean, that's a big number for a top-10 matchup, for crying out loud. And you know what? I'm all over it. I, I think Georgia wins this game handily. I, I have just been consistently underwhelmed with Brian Kelly's Notre Dame teams. That was your Burn Street Bistro Burn of the Week. There you go. Consistently. Thank you, Burn Street. I have I I don't know if I've said this enough. What? Just just quickly though. I love the Burn Street Bistro, man. Oh yeah. It is they 
They they they they just got something figured out in that kitchen and that space. Oh, that's great. If we had our we had our holiday party there last year. We haven't been to the Burn Street Bistro, man. Go, go get go get it. Go hook it up. Well, uh, in any case, what is it that makes Notre Dame lackluster? Is it just because they they shrink in on the national stage so often? Part of it is they have not had to me the offense that they've needed to hang with the best teams in the country. They've had the defense, but not the offense. And usually I feel like that's good enough. Whenever, here's what I give Brian Kelly a ton of credit for. It took them a number of coaches to finally get a guy who can recruit dudes to Notre Dame that make them even a player at the national level. I mean, for a long time, Notre Dame was more or less an afterthought from a who are the best teams in the country type of deal. And since Brian Kelly has been there, they've been to a playoff and they're, you know, the number seven team and they are getting dudes to come and play at Notre Dame. My issue is, is that they still haven't, they they've lost games. They always are losing games that they need to win or even should win to keep them in the conversation. And they just are never really part of the thing. uh, Ultimately, and, you know, the one exception is they did make the playoff, but even that, you know, they got beat 31 nothing, got smoked. And and so I, I just, I just, they just don't, they're not, he's not, they're just not getting me there in terms of a belief about them. And certainly when they're playing Georgia, who I think is the definitive third best team in the country, uh, and, and then there's a tier after that into whoever is number four, uh, I think they're going to, send a message uh, on Saturday uh, to Notre Dame or to the country via Notre Dame. And I think they're going to win this game handily. And I, I would, I, I think they cover up that 15 and a half points, even though I do think that's a big number and maybe somewhat disrespectful to Notre Dame, but I, I like Georgia. Speaking of college football, Norfolk yeah. state head coach, Latrell Scott joining us next. Take him out. Coach Scott joining us next. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 